0: This is like you know we're like modern day gladiators. Right? We're right. Going out there and you're like here we go. I'm putting putting your nuts right on the freaking front wing, and you better hope everything works because if not, like that's it.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever IndyCar Weekly with Connor Daly and Jim Iello. I am of course Indy Star Motorsports Insider Jim Iello, and I am joined by probably the reason you're listening to this podcast is Connor Daly. Connor, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. This should be, should be fun. Of course, and don't discredit yourself, Jim. You're (laughs) you're
0: a man full of knowledge and all kinds of racing fun facts and and, and stories, so
1: that's important. I'm gathering those as I go. I'm learning as I go. But uh, yeah, so I mean, the idea behind this podcast, as you and I just talked about three minutes before we started here, is that um, you're going to be not only kind of flying the U.S. Air Force banner at the Indianapolis 500 with Andretti, which is a cool perspective that you're going to bring, but I think that the thing I'm most excited about or talking to you about is that you have... um, world experience in Indy, in indycar and in all motorsports especially recently but you've done the business side you have the social following that you do i think there's going to be a lot of different things that we're going to be able to bring to motorsports fans indycar fans that they don't necessarily get other places the format will be generally what people come to expect i guess from a podcast we'll talk race reviews and previews we'll get to saint pete later today i want to definitely ask you about your experience with andretti so we can kind of go over like the uh I don't know the David versus Goliath aspect of IndyCar season, and that's that's what we'll get to today. But that's generally going to be the format. And then, I don't know, we'll figure out some segments as we go. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's kind of what people are going to be getting. So I don't know, what do you? Um I mean, I like to be honest, so that okay. that's one thing that I've always
0: I've always tried to you know do with, without crossing any lines and, and getting myself in trouble, which I have before. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think I. I'm very observant of of things that are going on, and I'll probably say, you know, things that that hopefully, you know, someone who isn't quite as deep into the racing world as I would be, um, you know, might be able to understand at a higher level. So, you know, if we can bring more and more information to, you know, our incredible fan base, that's awesome, and and if people are entertained at the same time, that's even better. So, I mean, I, I, there's a lot that I've always wanted to talk about okay. about racing that's a little bit more than a, a tweet. Um, so, yeah, so hopefully this will be, you know, this will be a really cool sort of inside look at not only some of the opinions that I'll have yeah. going through the year, which, which there will be a lot of, I'm sure. Um, but, yeah, some of the things that maybe people didn't see during a race weekend because I'll be at all of them. Um, you know, I'll be in depth with the Andretti team, um, you know, working with those guys and seeing how it all works and and hopefully, you know, after the month of May, maybe we can do more races if it goes well, and then and then I'll have even more to talk about. But it, but even still, you know I'll be with those guys, and um, and yeah, I think I think there's going to be a lot to to share, and a lot that um, you know hopefully we can we can shed some light on that uh, you know the fans might not normally see.
1: That's what I'm excited about because when I as a as a journalist I have to kind of write about. Who won all the time? Like that's the main thing. And then occasionally I get to write a side story about another thing. But you know, even even if there is something else that I notice or see, I don't necessarily get to write about it. And I know I won't notice or see as much as you do from inside, from where you're going to be in terms of the Andretti, you know, timing stand during a race. So I think that's going to be an awesome aspect for the fans who are listening. The cool part about this too is you'll get a chance to ask Connor some questions about what you saw during a race, what you're expecting to see during a race. We'll take some Twitter questions at the end and answer those usually at the end of every uh, every podcast. And yeah, ask anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's all exactly. Good. Anything
0: yeah. about races or pre-races or what actually happened and who's who's lying to who and uh, and I'll figure it all out. I Can't
1: <laughs> wait. That's gonna be fun. I, silly season. <laughs> silly season is gonna be a blast with you. Oh,
0: geez. Yeah, <laughs> that's very silly.
1: That's um, yeah. So we'll get into all of that and yeah. Actually, we're gonna get Connor to shoot some videos with me at the end of uh, race weekends too. So that'll be fun. You'll get to see Quick him little recap recap videos that hopefully will be interesting and fun and more. Yeah, I don't know. I lost my train of thought, so we're going to move on to the next <laughs> thing. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, let's get into the, we can get into the IndyCar season here. I, uh, I don't know. What excites you about 2019? I felt like last year going into the season, it was just like we had the new car and there were a bunch yes. of new teams and it was like, there was like eight different storylines going into the season that were just new, 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 new. This year, I don't feel like it's a lot of new, but I still feel like there's a lot of intrigue.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we have a big, um, big injection of Formula One. You've obviously got, you know, Marcus Erickson being here full time, uh, which is great. You know, we, we, me and uh, and 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 Alex, you know, Rossi talked to him at, at the Austin Formula One race last year, and the poor guy. I've never seen someone look more upset with his situation, and and you know, you should you, you should really just be, you know, I mean, heck, if you're in Formula One, you think this is the dream, yeah. right? But it, but it, but it's hard over there. It's not it's not what the fans see. You know, there's there's one car that has this stuff, and there's one car that's not. And I think I think Marcus probably didn't didn't have the the most fair shot. So, so I think he's excited to come over here and, and, and get to work. And, and he's obviously a really talented driver and, um, and to be teamed with James and to have arrow as, as, you know, expanding their role with that team is obviously good for the series in general. I think that's only the, the second sponsor that's now covering two cars um you know abc supply obviously has both the Foyt cars but now there's two aero cars which is obviously means that there's something uh you know strong in the uh in the sponsorship uh you know world right now with IndyCar. so yeah i think and obviously everyone knows that alonzo's coming over if you don't well that's your problem um but uh but yeah i mean that's that's gonna be cool as well uh, I think there's gonna be a lot of eyes on us again because it's like, hey, you know, what what happens if Fernando's engine didn't blow up, you know, the first time he came over and yeah. and now, you know, maybe we'll get that answer. And and I think I think they've really they've they've chosen to go about it in, in quite a difficult way. I mean, to to run their own program and obviously they're gonna be, you know, paired up with Carlin, but um but Carlin, as good of a team as they are, they still don't have a lot of experience at Indy either. No, just the one. And yeah, and, and so so that's gonna be that's actually what I'm most excited to see is how, where will they get their information first of all? And, uh, you know, and when they, what level will that information be? And, you know, how, how well can Fernando work with it? So I can't wait to see that because I'm going to be sort of in the opposite position. I'm, me and him have traded spots, you know, I, I'm now with the big (laughs) team and, and, and I was with small teams, you know, trying to partner up with people, but, uh, but now I'm going to have the luxury of being, you know, with the Andretti team. So I think I think there's a lot of excitement from the Formula One side. I think obviously IndyCar's done a great job with TV deals internationally. Say
1: they're getting a bunch of TV deals everywhere so that people can watch this finally.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's huge. I mean, the, the Sky Sports F1 thing. I mean, I, I coming from someone who lived in England yeah. for you know for three years, um, you know, Sky Sports F1 was always on uh, because that's what you know it was all racing all the time, no commercials. Like that's great. So. I think that's going to be really cool for for us and, and and a lot of the international fans who have been craving a better way to yeah. watch IndyCar for sure. So so I think I think there's just there's a lot of good things happening. I mean Graham Rahal is very outspoken when it comes to you know describing the the level of IndyCar right now and how <laughs> uh, you know how good it's doing, yeah, which which the, I love.
1: He's the IndyCar defender guy. Yeah,
0: exactly. Which is great. I mean, you know, any anyone on Twitter, there's always a bunch of people on the internet who will hate all of us for you know certain things that we say but like it doesn't matter like in the end like yeah he's right like it's you could have an opinion about how right he is but like he's right there's a lot of good things going for us right now it obviously is hard no matter what racing series you're in um but but i think there's a lot of cool stuff going on so just to see how nbc embraces you know us and and the full-time series will be really cool I just met Mike Tarico last week, awesome. uh, who is a great man, yeah. uh, and he is so pumped about the Indy 500, um, and I met a couple of the NBC uh, producers that he was eating dinner with, great guys as well, so, I mean, they, they can tell, you know, how big this event is, and they and they see the value in it, which I think is awesome, and the fact that they're like, oh, yeah, the Kentucky Derby, you know, we got that, but, phew, babe, I mean, it's basically going to be like an ad for the Indy 500, and I was like... <laughs> Oh perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's what the they see that's it. What that's what we huge. need. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the whole championship season thing is is uh is just awesome. So, I there's there's a lot to be happy about. We obviously have to see it executed. Um, you know, there there's, there's 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 always, you know, great plans in place, but until they're executed properly, you know, some of them, you know, may or may not work out, but I think there's a lot of good plans in place and there's a lot of good stuff happening. So, I I'm excited about multiple different things. Mainly the racing part yeah. for me. But uh, since I only get to do one of those so far, um, you know, we can be excited about all the other things, too.
1: That, you, guys, you get to do the big one, though. The one that counts. Yeah. That's, that's the one everybody's worried about. Exactly. And we get a test day, so
0: it sort of spreads out the fun just
1: slightly. Yeah, you're going to be testing with Fernando, too. I hear McLaren has confirmed that they're going to be out there with you guys, so that should be interesting. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: good for them. That's probably a smart move. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, yeah I, I think the, the testing rules last year were a little... There were some. Uh, I was very upset. I don't. I think Jay Fry deleted my number after <laughs> um, all the times that I text him saying, "I why can't I run? Why can't I run? Yeah, we didn't. We weren't even going to run in the 17 car. It was going to be in the 18 car, the coin car. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. You know. I, I think they sorted that out, which is really cool. I mean that 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 does go to show you that they they see they saw some issues with the system yeah. there and. You know, if people want to test in this series, they should be able to a test, lot, right? Yeah. I, if it's within the days that we have, right? Um, you know, so so that was really cool, uh, and and I think the whole series is probably like, yep, that's the right move, so that's good.
1: I had like a million questions based on like you covered so much ground, but I want to go back real <laughs> quick. Is the uh, Alonso? I was wondering how did people feel about that Alonso like special test? The drive, the rest of the drivers that didn't get like the special treatment test that he kind of got. Well, I think in in that case
0: it was more like a an art like a rookie orientation thing. Okay, right. So like I think that one I understood more, more? because okay. because yeah, I mean because they 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 obviously ran Marco at the beginning of the day to make sure everything's okay, right. and, and so they do the same thing with like Indy lights guys sometimes yeah. at road courses. You know, you run an indie lights guy. The, uh, Alonzo's not an indie lights guy, but but technically he was a rookie. So uh, so that that made sense to me. I think it was more the. Uh, you know how you can how you could twist the rules over the last couple of years to you know how Danica did two days, but one, one, one because it was a manufacturer right. day and then a team day, so like it made sense in the end, like it was okay. But to but again to the to the normal race fan, I, you know I had people tweeting me all the time like, why are you not out there testing? Yeah, why? Don't and I was you like, take- well, yeah. I, well, if you read this section of the rules and you go down to that line and you cross off this T and then <laughs> throw that out the window, you know, then it made sense. But But it is, you know, it's it's always tough. In the end, I mean, to get cars on track takes a lot of work from a lot of people. Yeah. And a lot of money from a lot of people, right. so you got to make sure that every day those cars
1: are going on track, that it's like it's within a certain pr- set of parameters. And from the IndyCar standpoint, let me just say it was a hundred percent the right thing to do in terms of the audience they attracted, oh, yeah, watching yeah, his yeah. test and what and the production they were able to do for NBC and NBCSN. It was like I know some people thought it might have been a little bit of an unfair advantage, but it was, not at all. It, it was a thousand percent the right thing. to yeah, do yeah. In terms of promoting what you had,
0: hundred percent. I, I think the the unfair advantage thing is ridiculous. Indy is so hard to learn that it, it, one extra day for. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, the best driver that's ever been, you know, born on the planet, you know, India is still hard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is, it's hard to figure out. It's going to be hard for Fernando again. I mean, it's going to be a whole new car, a whole new situation. I mean, the cars from when he drove to when they are now, very different. Yeah. In my opinion. And uh, and they race differently. so So, I think that's going to be cool to see again. And, I mean, we're all going to be... Working our butts off every day to try and, you know, figure out how to go faster. And I think he's you know, he's gonna be thrown in at a little bit of the deep end again. But in no way do I feel bad for him. He is he's <laughs> yeah, he's, he's okay. gonna be fine. Yeah. He's yeah. Doing fine. McLaren is gonna have really cool stuff. I'm sure it's gonna look like you know, something out of a Formula One paddock. So so I think it I think it'll be nice.
1: Okay, so the word you would use to describe the McLaren partnership with Carlin is what?
0: Risky. Okay. I think it's risky. Uh but but I mean I love Trevor Carlin. Yeah, I, mean, I I would love to drive for Trevor. I think I have driven I have driven for Trevor in the past. I think he knows exactly what type of challenge he's undertaken with being an IndyCar. Yep. Um. And the progress that that team has made uh, is great. I mean, they, they were you know both Charlie and Max were doing, you know, doing well at different times last year, yep. and I think. Um, I think there's a lot of good stuff happening there. I, I mean, those guys are, are great people. You know, Max's dad and uh, that whole family and, and a lot of the engineers that they have there, some people I've worked with in the past, yeah. um, great people. So I think I think when it comes to that as well, you know, we obviously know that that team has a, a pretty healthy financial, you know, backing type of a situation, yeah. which is good, right? Because when you get that more attention with Alonzo as well, Like it's not like they won't be able to facilitate something small, right? And I, but I think whether where the money comes from or not doesn't matter. If it's the amount of attention that you're going to get because you're doing something is going to be worth it. Like the the investment to make some small things better or to do this, that, or the other, you know, because now Alonzo is part of your team, I think is is totally worth it. And for them, they're going to see it, and it's going to be a great deal. And and I'm happy for those guys because I think um, not only is it going to help you know the McLaren program because they're going to need information. Yeah, it's going to help Max and Charlie 100%. or, or and whoever else ends up there. You know, if they run an extra car, I don't know, but. I think I think that's going to help the whole team in general. Which well, is nice.
1: McLaren's program looks. I mean, IndyCar ready, uh, Indy Five Hundred ready. They got plenty of people that that know what they're doing.
0: Really good people. Yeah. I Andy mean,
1: Brown. You and I were talking about him last week.
0: Andy you know Brown mean? is a legend. I, 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 I wish I could have, I <laughs> could have had Andy Brown and as my engineer at some point. But, but yeah. I mean, the fact that they've got him and 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 some of the guys that they're hiring Julian, you know, mechanics yeah, wise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Julie. I mean, yeah. I mean, all these guys. Yep. And, and Bob Fernley. Fearn, I mean, yeah. Bob Friendly is the guy who basically signed me to Force India, the Force India Formula One team, and I love that guy. Incredible dude. Um, he's known my family for years. Yeah. Uh, he's our, you know, he's going to be at the house for dinner during May, I'm sure, a few times. I mean, great, great person. And um, I actually just messaged Alonzo about Bob this morning. I was like, hey, Bob, Bob's the man. Like, this is a good deal. So, so I think um, I, I think it's going to be cool to see how it plays out, really, and and just. Uh, I don't know i think it just helps the sport overall
1: are you guys are you and fernando or do you call him fred are you guys on like, that level i don't of, think so of, yet. Not, no. Not yet no no <laughs>
0: i don't have his phone number yet so we just dm talk you okay know what i mean okay. yeah that's but okay. i'll take it i'll take
1: it hey well, i mean did he follow you on twitter right <laughs> yeah and instagram <laughs> and it's okay so, yeah you're yeah that's yeah. uh
0: it's a wild move but i appreciate <laughs> it i think he's a he's a he's a very cool human being for sure
1: Oh, well, I'm sure he's gonna be hanging out with you. I mean I'm sure you'll see him a lot, man. You guys aren't on the same team. Probably he's not. Of, I don't well, know. He's gonna hang with those Andretti guys, you know. I didn't see
0: guys. Danica once last year. So I, I not I don't think I said more than I, I didn't even see I don't even have a one picture with Danica. Never saw her on track, never saw her anywhere. And uh but but I don't know. That maybe maybe it'll be different. She Hopefully
1: tended to do our own thing last year.
0: Well, you know, I yeah. For, yeah, Fernando I think it'll be a little bit different, but uh but you never know, man. These superstars—they hide from uh, you know from peasants like me. From most common yeah, people, yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm just a random guy. He'll probably be like, you know, "Who is this guy?" In my <laughs> oh, green if suit.
1: If you're giving him advice about you know Bob, I don't know if did he, he probably doesn't know Bob. At least oh probably. no, he, I'm sure he does. Now I'm well sure now he does. does. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know if he knew him before. Probably,
0: but because okay. Bob was always you know team principal for Force India, so I'm sure they were all yeah. all all buddies. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun to see. I mean, I'm every time I start talking about it, it's like, man, I just wish it was April and then
1: May, and, but and it's already March. It's so coming. Was getting, gonna, yeah, you're at least we got racing. We got racing. There's racing happening this week, which is that's very exciting. craziness to think about. Um, yeah. But before we move on to St. Pete, I do want to talk about it. I just want to yes. ask. We had news Indy 500 news qualifying. Yes. Qualifying changes. Uh, bump day drama, which you lived through. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> extensively last year, uh, but. Came through on the other side without without you know, yeah. Well, except that the next day and the next couple of days were also very stressful for you <laughs> yeah, since you were yeah, talking exactly. to your I think James James Hintzklip's people were calling you. And yeah, it was yeah. a wild scenario. But, but uh, I, I think it's good. You like it generally?
0: I, I don't know. I mean, I, part of me is like uh, I I don't like change. I, I'm I'm very set in my ways of of doing things. Okay. Um, but I remember Mark, Mark was ex, Mark Miles was explaining this to us uh, in January at, at the IndyCar drivers' meeting that um, they always have, and you know there were some you know some drivers that that were n- not okay with it, but it was mainly the people that like were struggling to qualify yeah. last year, like <laughs> like James, me, and, and Pippa. Um, but uh, but I, I think as long as they. I don't like the idea of just having the last row shootout because like what if you have a bad run and yeah, then, the one, you know, one and then you're like you're locked into that backside where you're like, Well what, what happens then if you're if you're part of that last group and you do you go out there and it's like to make the field you needed to do two twenty four and you just you go out there because you didn't have a problem you do two thirty point eight, you know you, what I mean? You but did, you can only start thirty, yeah, 31. So it's like I d I don't know if I like that, but um
1: but I guess honestly if
0: if you do if you're if you're that much faster than everyone, it doesn't matter anyway. Like Alex was on the last row last year, I was on the last row last year, it didn't really matter, so
1: no a starting spot in India at the end of the day doesn't matter too doesn't. much, I guess. But it's, but it is but but I would way rather start like even just
0: two rows further yeah. up than the last row. It's a lot less work you
1: have to do. Yeah. During the I yeah, I I get it. But I okay, what I will say is the positives of it, I that the fact that it's on NBC. That they're Great. getting the bump day part on NBC along with the Fast Nine part on NBC. They're getting the yeah. best parts of the day on NBC. <clears throat> yeah. And also, I thought that the the part that I thought was the worst last year was that they had the drama of Hinch, the drama of Pippa, and then, well, I mean, they got out of. I think Hinch got out of his car at five fifty one. Yeah, and the like that. and the show. I mean, the NBC was done broadcasting or yeah. ESPN. It was the ESPN. ESPN
0: ABC. Yeah,
1: they were done at six.
0: Yeah, I didn't get interviewed, by the way. I did like four qualifying runs. I didn't get interviewed once. (laughs) And and I was like, I was crying. My family's crying. (laughs) Everyone's weeping. And I was like... Oh, hey, guys. Like, uh, t- are we on TV? No? Okay, got it. what well, well, they were <laughs>
1: off the air by six. Yeah. Like, and it's like, you need, you have, you created, you manufactured all this drama. Yeah. And then you're not going to take advantage of it yeah. by putting it on TV? I mean, Pippa and James eventually go up and do these great interviews at the yeah. end. And, they're, cr- you know, Pippa's crying. James is yeah. defending him, or Pippa's saying that anybody that blames her is an idiot. Yeah, it was yeah. great. It was yeah. great stuff. And then, but none of it's, everybody's have to stream this stuff or see it later. Yeah. And it, I was like, what a wasted opportunity that that was. So, I don't know. I thought this was the right move. And it might... Well, everyone, no one's going to be
0: happy all the time, right? Like, right. there's always going to be things that, you know, change and people are upset about it. But I, th- I think overall it'll be fine. I mean, the whole, you know, thing about practice on, on the Sunday or whatever yeah. is, is really good because there's obviously a lot of people there. But the only the only problem is with that, is when you think technically, it's like, well, we had more boost on Friday, Saturday, and most of Sunday. So then you make all the engine manufacturers, you know, do a lot more work to change the settings again yep. and, and work that work that back down again. So it's like you know we'll have a little bit of downtime for that and 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 it becomes you know a little bit hectic but yeah but any any race trim practice is super helpful after qualifying because you get so set in stone of like the car is so different the car is so different for qualifying and then all of a sudden you load up a downforce and you're like oh, man, this is way different again, but you have Monday, and you have an hour carb day. Carb day is essentially not even a practice. No. Carb day just happens so fast that you're like, if you go out there and your car is good, you're like, whew, thank the Lord, yeah. and if not, you're like, well, this could be a rough Sunday, so so it's, it's one of those things that I think is going to be helpful for everyone, but it's definitely forcing a lot into 2 days or 3 days from even if you count fast friday
1: yeah that's what i i talked to ed carpenter after the announcement came out before or whatever and he was saying it's like okay so if you're in the fast 9 and then there's an hour to turn that around before practice. That's a little... That, I mean, it's almost like you're going to get punished if you're in the fast nine because you're never yeah. going to be able to turn your car around and get ready no. for practice. I mean, not it's just not going to happen. So I don't think practice actually starts at three like they're saying. Yeah. I think it's going to start more around 3.30, 4.00, 4.30 because it just... it's just I just, think it's going to be fluid. Yeah. And that's okay. It's going to be fluid, which is fine. It's I, the first I mean, year. The fast nine though, honestly,
0: if you're in the fast nine and you're worried that you're missing out on practice, stop because you're in the fast nine. Like... Don't complain. This practice is for the people who are still working on stuff. <laughs> you know, if you're in the fast nine, your car itself is going very fast. Well, like, it is going fast. That's Ed, what Ed's worried about because he's on Ed, pole every well, other Ed year. Well, Ed's yeah. always on pole. <laughs> I know, but focus a little bit more in the race. Then I don't know, but it, it's it's one of those things where I think yeah, I mean, someone not everyone's always going to be happy, right? Yeah. Not everyone's always going to be happy, and, and Ed was super fast all all even in the race last year as well. So. I think uh, I think they've got it under control. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to get it under control. But I think the the thing that really will be interesting is if cars start you know fencing it right. Yeah. If people start getting in the wall and then you're like, well, how are we going to turn this around? But I, but I, I do like the fact that Sunday is the like if you like last year it, right it was like Saturday was bump day yeah and like oh Saturday and then you're like oh man Sunday, Sunday. I still have to go out and like do this again you know what I mean but which is it's not like I was dreading it but it was not a fun experience (laughs) so my car in qualifying trim was not fun to drive at all um (laughs) but uh but it but but I I like the fact that the Saturday thing still didn't make sense to me because I as I grew up and i was going to bump day it's like whoo Sunday exactly go Like, like yeah make or break like like this is prime time Sunday here we go people are either in or they're out and it obviously you know people who don't make the race they are still to get another day on track right like it's another day that if if that if 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 worse comes to worst you're still on the track an extra day which is nice helpful
1: all right i didn't i told you before the show i wasn't gonna ask you for too many bold predictions but i want one we don't have to talk about it but bold prediction does a does a does a permanent car like Hinch last year get bumped from the show again this year Oh, I mean,
0: a, I, a full season car. Well, I don't think there's going to be as many entries as, as people say, anyway. So, you don't think I, we're
1: here in 38? I want to say.
0: If there is 38 entries, I will make the bold prediction that I will eat an article of clothing. Oh, okay, not a chance. There will be 38.
1: This will not be a podcast with this
0: video. But <laughs> if you guys if you guys want me to eat some sort of a T shirt or something, put some ketchup on it. Like honestly. I don't see how anyone will get to 38. I just talked to Jay Howard literally this morning. I saw him at
1: Panera. He's not driving.
0: And and he was like, dude, I don't want to be in a situation like you were last year, where it was like, you know, you think you have a certain level of equipment, but it but it wasn't because through no fault of the team, it's just people didn't think, you know, the road course trim cars were going to be as bad. Yeah, and they were. Yeah. So you don't you don't you. There's so there's way more risk in losing a ton of money and like making sponsors never want to come back cuz you didn't make the race purely through no fault of your own you know what i mean so yes of course so i think uh, unless something magical happens and there's like a big influx of cash from somewhere or i don't i don't know um, I, I I cannot see there being more than thirty five again. I mean, really? Okay. I can see there being extra ones, maybe. What a Debbie Downer you're being. <laughs> no, I, I mean I think that's fine though. Thirty five. Thirty five like, last still get year bumping. was like, yeah. oh shoot, you know, thirty five. Man, that's a lot of people. And okay. Like, we had some bumping if because like if two people go home, like it's still terrible. But if six people go home, it's still terrible. Like it's all bad. Yeah. Right? That's true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna but get more drama. But that's the race. Like
0: heck, I remember 2011, and two I mean. Pfft. I remember years where there were a ton of people going home. I yeah. was like, that car looked great. If someone had, you know, the random cars showed up, and you're like, who are these guys? And why? And then all of a sudden they were gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that was like, that was part of it. So I, 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 I like the bumping idea, but I just, as much as everyone is so ambitious about seeing more cars, like, yeah. I know the business side, this and is- it, it is a lot of money to go out there. Like,
1: like, if you actually knew the numbers of what it takes to do the Indy 500, You'd be like that is insane. I wrote a story like this last year. Yeah. I was literally starting an 8500 program and the millions of dollars that it costs yeah. to get it going and I've been this is where I, I think I got most of my hate mail from was last year. I don't yeah. I don't I don't like bumping that much. I don't yeah. like the idea of sending away companies that want to participate. Yeah. It makes me nervous. We can get into this more in May. Yeah. But I, it, and I get it. It I make get it. The, from the business side for a guy who does talk to you and other people that knows how hard this is to put yeah. together and then saying, "Oh, you're just not in the show."
0: But I mean, even in my contract last year with the Air Force or or, or whatever it was, maybe it was like a handwritten note on a napkin. <laughs> I don't know, contracts don't really work anymore. But uh, but it was like, you it's know, there was, work there there was a little, you know, a little, hey, if we don't make the race, you know, what happens? And it was sort of just like an awkward conversation to have because it was like, well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just, I don't know. Like, it's not going to happen. Right. right? Yeah. But, but you realistically have to think about that. And um and, and yeah i i think you always have to have bumping to make it more special because it has to be the 33 best and okay. it has to be the th- even though you know james didn't make it last year through random stuff but it has to be it's still there there was there was mistakes that were made or there was something that was happening so realistically you know it just forces everyone to be so perfect yeah. and it forces everyone to work at a very high level which i think like back in 2013 or or, or 15, you know, 15 when there was no bumping.
1: Yeah, you are barely getting 33.
0: I mean, you were like, whatever. I mean, qualifying, like, we didn't put a lot of effort into it. It was like, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're going to circulate, and wherever we end up, we end up. Yeah. And it was sort of annoying because I was like, yeah, but I want to qualify well. It was like, yeah, but you literally don't need yeah, it's to. It's a 500-mile like, they're, race. They're, it doesn't matter. Because if you crash in qualifying, oh, not good, <laughs> right? Right. But if you just get through and you're getting the race, it doesn't matter. But now it it matters. And, like, you okay. go out there and you, you, you know, you wring your neck at the limit because you're like, I think that'll work come, you know, come qualifying time. So... I like that idea of, okay. of of how it used to be because because this is like you know we're like modern day gladiators right we're right. going out there and you're like here we go I'm putting putting your nuts right on the freaking front wing and you better hope everything works and I like that there's no other race that's really doing that like. You know, people that don't make a NASCAR race, like it's not a big deal, I don't think. Like they show up at the next one, yeah. you know what I mean? Or any like and the, forty of them. And they're and it's not like they were qualifying for the poll or, or win, you know what I mean? Yeah. We we had guys like you know, me, Alex were on the back row and you had like Hinch, like those are like race winners. Like yeah. these are like these are guys that are like gonna have a chance on Sunday and like like even me, like my car obviously not great. But like we still ended up making it over like qu- towards the top 10, like top 15 most of the day. So it's not like you're, you're, you don't plan to stay there. But yeah. like because qualifying is so difficult, it's it's just an interesting uh, situation when it comes to bumping. So I understand okay. the business aspect with yeah, that. You get it better than most. I get that, yeah, because it's like I don't want businesses to go away. Smithfield never came back after burning <laughs> to the ground on the opening lap of the 500. So, you know, that's, that's one thing that... Is
1: very important to think
0: about, but you I just don't think you can change the history of the bumping.
1: Okay. I'm gonna try to convince you in May. I'm gonna come up with like a list of things and we'll have an argument in May. It just it.
0: wouldn't look right having thirty five cars uh, on the grid. Really?
1: Yep. And there's not and <sighs> You won't know not, you'll be in a car. No, yeah. and there's less
0: prize money for us for the people who do make it so that's a good compelling so argument not good that's true yeah. well not good. go
1: talk to Robin Miller about raising the prize money he's <laughs> like his biggest that's his biggest thing I don't know if I'm allowed to say Robin Miller inside IndyStar that's like a lot of studios so. I
0: don't know but there's a lot of talk about money and <laughs> stuff like that it's, I know it's a wild move but, I, but I'm excited I, I, I love the fact that people think there's going to be 38 cars but I'm telling you right now yeah not a
1: chance. Okay, Okay, that was your. Right, that was <laughs> your fun chance. bold that's, prediction. That's that. my
0: bold prediction. What yeah. other prediction do you want me
1: to make? Well, we're going to do season champion and rookie of oh. the year and you know the normal stuff. But no, let's yeah, let's okay. So we've done more Indy five hundred stuff than I anticipated. But we'll yeah, go. Well, that's all right. Whatever. I talk a lot. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll go to St. Pete. We'll just yeah, uh, yeah, we'll move on to St. Pete and the rest of the season. And uh, no, I, I we talked about this before the show. You and I had lunch not too long ago, where I thought you had this. I I wanted people to hear this that you had this kind of incredible. Eye-opening. I don't, don't. If I'm embellishing too much, stop me. But an eye-opening <laughs> experience when you were at the uh, timing stand at Coda, uh, and and f- seeing the way the Andretti machine works and how well-oiled it is versus some of the other programs. Not again, not to downplay them, but versus some of the other programs you've been with, and I think that kind of speaks to. I don't know. I get a lot of questions about, well, is, is there going to be a small team that's going to be able to take down the Goliaths this year? Is anybody going to be able to stop Penske, Ganassi, Andretti? I, I, I'm like, I don't think so. The and answer I, to that is no. It's no. Exactly. Yeah. And, tell, and tell people why. What did you see?
0: Well, I think if you if you look at it, I think because Andretti knows that I'm very vocal about things, I signed about 100 different NDAs and stuff like that, which is wild. I have crazy situation <laughs> over there. Um, I'm only allowed to attend <laughs> certain meetings, which I, I get, you know. Um, but the but the funny thing is, is if you look at it, like everyone says, yes, everyone does have a shot in IndyCar because it's true. Like we had, you know, we have ten to twelve different winners. Sometimes you have a lot of different winners. That's great. That's awesome. But still, at the end of the year, every year, who are the guys fighting for the championship? It's a Penske car, it's a Ganassi car, and it's an Andretti car every
1: time. And maybe Rahal, yep. You know what I mean? And, like and Andretti bit... only kind of recently, by the way. Yeah, it was yeah, Before it was just back and forth Penske and Ganassi. Exactly.
0: So. You know, realistically, yes. If, if there's one team like a Bourdais, Bourdais is obviously very incredibly talented. They're, they've got really smart people over there, but they still do not have the powerhouse funding that a Penske or Ganassi or Andretti has. Right. And Bourdais will go out and he will win races. Like, yep. boom. That's awesome. But when it comes to the long-standing consistency of being able to pr- produce every weekend— yep. It's just not there yet, and it's not Bourdais' fault. It's not anyone's fault. It's just it's just the matter of resources that people have, yeah. and I and I think that's that's what it all comes down to. And I think you know it's it's awesome to see you know different race winners here and there because I think that's awesome. I mean, it gives you know gives me hope, gives more other other young drivers hope that if they can if they can get in on a weekend and maybe nail that right setup, find the right perfect system for what they've got, for what works with their car and that situation on that weekend. Yeah. Then you take advantage of it, and, and that's awesome. And, and then you hope to be hired by Andretti Penske or Ganassi, right? right? But um, but even you know even now, I I think you know Sam Schmidt has just spent a ton of money over the offseason. People are people are really because they needed they realized hey, I think we still have another step to go. And we obviously know Sam Schmidt is a really successful team, right? A lot of great people there, really smart human beings, um, great drivers. Um, but again, I think when it comes to that sheer high level performance and consistency. It's 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 those three big teams, yeah. And and from what I've seen already, I mean, I'm like, man, I know exactly why. Like, yeah. like it's just it. They operate at such a high level, and and it's it's such a well-oiled machine, as you would say. And 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 it's and it's not it's not like any of these other teams aren't. Like it's it's not to say anything yeah. bad about anyone. But I think even even anyone at any other team will admit, yeah. Like th- there's a reason why they're there and you can do anything with more money right yeah. like obviously you know if you gave a 10 million dollar injection to any race team on the grid yeah. it'd be like they'd probably be there a little bit more you know they'd be there even more consistently they'd have they'd have the right things you know more and more often so so i think it's it's just really interesting to see because i've never been on that side right yeah. i've always been a one off entry or i've always been thrown in at the last second or you know we've had you know, even at Foyt, it was like an entirely rebuilt team, yeah, of you, new people, yeah. everyone was new, new cars. No one had any idea what we were, you know, what was going on at first. But it just takes time, right? Like that's that's just what we had to do. Like we knew that it was like, all right, here we go. We have a yeah. we have realistic expectations, which was fine. And it was the same at Coin when I was there. I was like, hey, sometimes like on the weekends, we were like, this is the maximum performance that we've got. Yeah. We will not go any faster than this because we just don't have what we needed and there were some weekends where we were like all right we should be well sorted for this track. So it was like okay perfect that's yeah. nice. Um so so yeah I mean I've seen it before and and uh and and I'm just excited to see uh you know once we come to May obviously I can observe I can observe a little bit yeah. from you know from so far well, from yeah. what I've seen but I'm not in the car and I'm not responding to each change that these people make but when we get to May it'll be like oh wow. <laughs> you know this is this is why
1: yeah. it's so good.
0: So so we'll see. We'll that's see the,
1: what happens. and I think that's why it's a people should expect like exactly like you said, you'll see Bordeaux win a race, you'll see the guys at Schmidt win a yeah. race. Wickens probably should have had one or two last year. Yeah. James, for sure. James got one. But at the end of the day, it was still it was like six for Penske, <clears throat> five for Andretti, yeah. you know, three dick all all of Dixon's at the Ganassi. And now Felix is there, so they'll probably, yeah. he can probably win a couple there too. Yeah. But um
0: And I mean you'll see you you know, in, in NASCAR, big teams that spend the most money are always at the front. Yeah. You know, the cars look the same, like Poor Parker Clearman, He's he's an incredible driver. He's doing a lot, but that car's
1: never going to win a race. No. <laughs> like it's 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 just not. And it's as simple to me, or at least from the outside looking in, is it's it's more engineers, it's more people, yeah, exactly. it's more data. It's more and people they can go that go through the data. Yeah, and they know that. Like that,
0: that's it's fine. I think and and they do an incredible job for what they have because that's why we go racing is cuz like you know what you've got, but like people still want to go racing because they're like, all right, let's do let's do better than what we can do. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's 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 be that guy. Maybe maybe they'll get that lucky day. You know what I mean? There's something's gonna happen. So so I, I just think that IndyCar everything's a little bit tighter, obviously way more tighter than Formula One and NASCAR, right. but um, but there's always still going to be the top teams and that's why they do it.
1: That's why I think I think for like you can maybe attest to this with what you did at Detroit a few years ago. But does it doesn't feel I I would imagine I would imagine I think it feels sweeter for a, a guy at a smaller team to pull off what like you did <laughs> versus a guy like you know Ryan at the Sonoma to go coast to coast because he's I mean don't get me wrong don't take it away from his performance he was incredible yeah, yeah. but he also had an incredible car versus what you guys did at Detroit a few years back and for you to podium there that's got to feel incredible because everything came together right on that weekend.
0: Yeah, I, I for sure. I mean, and there were and there are you know many other situations where we were you know leading races and yeah. something happens or, or like some random stuff happens and, and there was like, but but that's such a cool deal. Yeah, I think I think it's a little bit of a surprise for us. Um, but but realistically, you know, yes, our our car and my driving style really suited Detroit, just, and, yeah. and every time I've been to Detroit, things have gone well. So I, I think you know there's also driving style things that obviously suit me there, but. But yeah, when you can do something, I think, you know, with in a situation that a lot of people will probably say, "Oh yeah, that's eh, probably probably not the most capable car." Then then that that helps you in the future. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, that makes you didn't look- really help
0: me that much, but it was it was nice. It was nice to do that. Yeah, um, you know, people forget, but it, but it was it was fun. Yeah, and uh, and I and I really got a lot of, you know, I, I actually te- I text my engineer Michael Cannon. Uh, after being with Andretti at the at the test in Austin, and I said, Michael, I think, I think we deserve a, 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 a bit more credit for what we what we were doing <laughs> together. I mean, I was like, you did a great job. Like, I think, <laughs> like with what we had, I was like, man, like that. I feel good. Like, I feel really good. This he, is what and I mean. He, yeah. And, and he said, you know, he said, it's it's quite sobering, isn't it? And I said, yes. It's 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 a wild movement to see what we you know what we were, you know, we were. Busting our, you know, busting our butts, working so hard, small fine tuning all these things, and everyone else is too on the grid. Yeah, but you know, at a, at a different level, and 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 it was really cool to actually, you know, have that conversation. Like once you see, you know, you you can always imagine what it might be like with yeah. a bigger team, but now once you once you're in that environment, it's like man, you know, there's some cool stuff here that, um, you know, that I that I have a lot of respect for which is you know the the level, the 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 organization, the 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 higher up guys, obviously Michael and jf. and yeah. and what those guys have done, the people that they've put together, uh, you know you have to thank them just as much as anyone else you know that are you know screwing the nuts and bolts on the thing.
1: The, I think where people will see this or have this manifest is like this big to small thing that I think is really interesting too is is with Harding in a way. with And I, yeah. again, you can you can attest to this because you drove that car before it got the Andretti Technologies bump that it got at Sonoma. Yes. Which is like, wait, we can use their damper program, we can use their engineers and things are going to be way different than they were before. So yeah, I mean... You, Literally black and white. That's what I like, like, yeah. like. I mean,
0: great drivers. Colton and Patricio, both great drivers, but but if there if there was anyone out there who was like uh, oh wow well connor and gabby must suck it's like uh, hang on uh, yeah. let's wait a second here i mean that's it's just not like y- y- that statement does isn't even relevant because it's just not it becomes a totally different environment and and then the job of the driver which patricio executed to absolute perfection was do the best that you can yep. in a situation that's new to you and and make people go Wow! Right, and that's and that's what you got to do. And even if it it did, it almost didn't matter whether some people didn't know about the level of equipment or not, because he still got in and he made people go wow. Even if on the back end, you know, all the equipment's different, it still doesn't matter if you can take that headline and you can be that guy. uh, And as it was the same, you know, same with Colton in Austin. Like Colton went out there. And I mean, he, that guy was tearing the track up, yeah. and, and and that's exactly what he needed to do. You know, you you take advantage of the situations that you're in, and I think, uh, you know, I think what we did with what we had at Harding was 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 good. Yeah. Um, and I'm very proud of it, and I think I'm still super thankful for that chance. But uh, but yeah, it's like you know, talking to Brian Barnhart on on the personal side, it's like. Hey, man, like, uh, yeah, it's like it's a lot different now. It's like, <laughs> hey, you know what? That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's great. I mean, if, if if every team, you know, can go through that and, you know, take that next step, I think that's great. That's great for the sport. It means there's more competitive cars out there every weekend. Um, and, it, and it helps our racing product, which hopefully then helps more drivers get employed in the long
1: run. Yeah. That's, and that's, what, that's really what I'm talking about, is I think people will see Harding, I think we'll see Colton do pretty well this year. I don't know if he's going to win races or anything like that, but just because of that that partnership is going to make them look like a, a whole different team. And I'm not sure, like you were saying, that the driver talent is going to be all that different than what you or Gabby or even you know, Colt or yeah, Pato yeah. Broad. I mean, it's going to be similar.
0: Yeah, but it's it's just good for sure. I think, you know, to have, and, and certainly for Colton's career, I mean, the kid's 14, it seems like, you know what I mean? These, yeah. this tiny little fella... But uh, but I mean he's gonna have so much from this year of learning from from the other Andretti drivers and learning from you know the guys that he's working with. I mean he's got an incredible engineer and in, and uh, Nathan um, that's that's awesome, right? I yeah. mean that's that's huge to learn from. So no matter where he goes in his career, whether it's 30 years in IndyCar or you know racking up Rolex watches like he's doing. Yeah. Um, this whole year of of learning from from all that's around him is really going to be helpful, which is great.
1: All right, so we talked about that, and I'm going to get into like the traditional season preview thing. Is that does he have a chance in, in terms of like the rookie of the year race against Felix? Because everybody I've talked to about Felix, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I was talking to Rossi the other or day, or Marcus, or Marcus exactly. And yeah. I, I, I really think Marcus is walking is kind of a sleeper now. People aren't talking about him really, and anyway, but I don't know. I, I saw. Yeah, Alex was like, Felix is a badass and is going to win some races. And I don't know what you think, or I don't know how much you know, how well you know him. And same with Marcus. But I just wonder yeah. if Colton and Harding have a chance against what Ganassi and Felix, and even like we talked about that stepped up effort of uh, of Arrow SPM and Marcus Erickson.
0: I mean, realistically, we'll see it at the ovals. Because okay. that's that's going to win or lose the rookie race. It was okay, the same same with me and Alex alex won the indy 500 i didn't finish double points ah, well there goes my rookie here yep. so you know and my engine blew up at the second the second uh double points race so yeah it's uh so i, I think the ovals will play a huge part okay. um felix is good felix is good there's no doubt about that i think uh you know if you if you do your research on on where he's been what he's done uh i think he's very very good. um but, you know, how will he do in our types of races? I don't know. How will he do on the ovals? I'm not sure. That's, that's a question mark. But, you know, Marcus, I think Marcus is really good. I think he's – him and James are – I think they're going to be super competitive with each other all year because Jay. they're two good, two very high-level drivers, but James has a little bit more experience. Um, so I'm curious to see how that plays out. But I think Felix is – He's going to be hard to beat. If someone beats Felix for Rookie of the Year, I think that'll be like, uh, oh, hey, this is good. Yeah, there's something this is really good. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the impression I got going in, especially because,
1: yeah, when you have guys. I, like,
0: I, I honestly, like, Colton might be really good, but yeah. I think he's too young to go up against guys who have been in Formula One A, and Formula E 100%. and Formula w- everything.
1: Even if the car is great, he's just
0: too young. It's just going to take some yeah. time, which is fine. Yeah. And if he wins it, then it's like superhero. He's still right? 19. Superhero. Yeah. yeah. And, it's still. And, Exactly. He's 12 and a half. So, and, it's, and, and he's he's fighting for rookie of the year with two, you know, t- Felix probably could have been a Formula One driver, and, and Marcus is a Formula One driver. so
1: yeah, It's a good rookie class this year. It is, yeah. It's, it's solid. It's just going to be intriguing. Like, I, I'm, I'm fascinated to see how it plays out. And the other thing, and I making me laugh because I was talking to Alex on the phone the other day, and I said, do you think Felix's capabilities and the fact that he's going to be able to push Scott, maybe in ways that former teammates like his last Scott's haven't really had since like Dario. Yeah, yeah. Is that gonna make Scott even better? And Alex was like, Oh crap, maybe you're right. Maybe that will make him better. I don't know. Very possible. Yeah.
0: Very, very possible. I th- I think Scott I-, I think Mike Hull and those guys over there are very smart human beings and I think they've been they've been waiting for the capability to go out and hire a guy like Felix. Yeah. You know what I mean? They 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 haven't had that capability. Oh, so they, so the they've obviously cart- when they lost Target. There was yeah. you know hey they had, it's, it's a business, so they had to make business decisions, and and I think, you know, Scott having a teammate like that, and Ganassi is two cars. You know, they're not trying to extend it or anything. Boom, yeah. two strong cars, two big sponsors, good situations. I think that's that's what they've been wanting to get back to for a while. So yes, I think that could push Scott, which uh scary thought for everyone on the grid but
1: uh but yeah I think I think
0: it's gonna be really cool
1: a crazy stat I was I was digging into a championship preview and the crazy he finished outside of the top six twice last year yeah two times and that's, that's why it's, do you think he's fighting for championship that's insane because he only had crazy. I mean he had what two or three wins it wasn't like he yeah. was racking up victories No,
0: but but, but that's the thing Scott <sighs> Scott's just Scott I mean Scott will always be there he will always be you know right suddenly you'll be like how the heck is he still here or what's he doing there? doesn't matter if he's had a bad pit stop or something else, they're going to engineer the car really good and, and even better during the race, so so yeah, it's pretty wild. Have
1: you seen anything like what he did, what happened at Portland last year when he went into the dirt and essentially the car stops, and all, this, and all of a sudden he's just, he can just back up and start over, and then he gets later, he gets a yellow flag and has to go to the back, and, the, and then he finishes like... Well, I mean,
0: we obviously know Scott's the luckiest man in the history of <laughs> motorsport, but... But it doesn't matter. You can't. Yeah. You you. It like who cares? You know he could be the unluckiest guy ever and still be Scott Dixon yeah. and still be relentless and still probably have just as many championships. But you know good things happen to good people. He's a good person and <laughs> and uh, I must be a scumbag. So
1: I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I remember we were watching on TV. Will was seeing the replay of that with power and he was just like he just went like what the hell yeah. like that guy is going to win the championship. Nothing bad happens to him ever. He's gonna win the championship. It can't. That's ah, so true. But hey, you know what?
0: <laughs> uh, we're we're just saying that because we're just jealous. Jealous. That's what he yeah, said. He's, I'm just jealous. I just wish that was happening. And he won the, the
1: 500, thing. so he doesn't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, Will. Pff, <laughs> Will's living his best life. It's fine.
1: Yeah, he's doing all right. All right. So we're talking about Scott. We're talking about Will. Why not ask a championship question? You think your uh, your friend and former uh, roommate and amazing race partner does it this year, or is it gonna be somebody else? <laughs> I I I genuinely think that.
0: Alex is going to win the championship. Okay. 100%. Um s- send that straight to the bank. Okay. Uh, I'm betting the house on it. Uh I mean I think he's got such a good relationship with his engineer. Um they've got such a you, now he's he now he's angry that he didn't win the championship last year, yeah. right? So you know, that's like double, triple, quadruple motivation. Um so yeah, man. I mean I I think he's not only probably going to win the Indy 500 again, but also going to win the championship. <laughs> You're picking um, both? No, I don't know about that. Oh, but I, but he's he's certainly going to be without a okay. doubt top three at Indy okay. all day. Okay. And I mean, I hope I win. Uh, I yeah. want to win. Uh, but I, I think Alex is Alex is going to be super strong. Um, and and yeah, I, I mean, you can never count any of the Penske or Ganassi guys out. No, yeah. You, you, I I want to say maybe Pagino could be really good this year because. If you look at Pagano's past, took took him a year to get used to the new car last time. Then he's champion. Last year, getting used to the new car, now he's he's got his engineer right. He's yeah. like, all right, here we go. This yeah. is what we want. This is what we need. I think Pagano could be really strong. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, I, I think Alex is going to be hard to beat when it comes to the long run. We'll see.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, for people who don't remember, Pagano, like he said, didn't win any races at Pesky's yep. first race, and then came back and won. It was like won the championship three in yeah. a row and five races. <laughs> he's winning, everybody. dominated. It yeah. was incredible. And so I wouldn't put it past him to do it again. Yeah, um, but I do want to ask. You know, this is probably a good place to kind of wrap up. But let me ask about Alex. You said he was. I mean, he was angry. I, I asked him about uh, the other day. He's he's kind of doing this Michael Phelps thing now, where he's 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 printing out bad articles people write about him and, and using that as motivation. Like, which is like, insane. Like,
0: <laughs> who's. Uh, Anyone who's writing bad articles about Alexander Rossi, I'm mean, like, get what? <laughs> like, I mean, that, that's the that's the hilarious part, right? Like, yeah. you look at all these super successful athletes, and like, there's still bad articles randomly every now and then. Or like, you look at some of the Formula One articles about like, you know, Lewis Hamilton, or is is Vettel going to be the guy? And it's like, the guys have won four World Championships. Like, get out of here. Like, no one's like, there's. You know, you're living your best life. Like everything, like you're doing the right thing. Alex has won the 500. He's competing for championships. He's winning races. And I mean, yeah, if that helps him great, Yeah, he then, likes it. then there will always be negative stuff. I mean, heck there's plenty of negative stuff out there about me or any driver, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, it's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I still know why I'm here or why I got to where I got and, and, and I know what I can do. So I think Alex knows what he can do. Uh, he doesn't need any, any, um, you know f- confirmation of that uh so yeah so i think i think it'll be cool i think it'll be cool to see him go up against these guys every weekend yeah um and uh, i mean i think it's going to be super 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 i think there'll be like a a five-way fight again for the championship or some, something something wild at the end of the year
1: i agree and I, I it's one of those things too right we get to sonoma or now it's gonna be laguna seca where i'm like I think all year I'm like, ah, double points at the finale, I think that's kind of dumb. And then you get yeah. to the end of the year and you're like, oh, but like eight people are involved now because yeah. of that. And it makes it more intriguing. There's no doubt that it kind of adds to the story of it. I don't know how you feel about double points, but. I hate double points because yeah. every time there's
0: a double points race, my engine either blows up or something wild a happens. It's personal thing Yeah, I just, I don't like it. Okay. But, um, I mean, you can't, you can't count out Graham Rahal from this whole fight too, I
1: really? think. Really? That's your dark horse, then. I was ask dark you for horse. One. Well, I don't know if it's a dark horse. He I mean, he's
0: always there. He but... didn't win
1: a race last year. Last year wasn't very I know. good. He just got to qualify better.
0: But again, maybe he's got, maybe it's the same sort of trajectory that, uh, you know, Pagino's on. They okay. It takes him a year to learn the car. They figure things out technically. Now okay. we got, you know, him and Sato are going to be going after it again. So I think they've got some really smart people over there. All they've right. got old big buddy over there, uh, Alan McDonald. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's really, really good. And uh, and I, I don't know. I, I would say Graham is in a position to do good things. Um, I, but, yeah, real dark horses, I, I just don't think there are any. I think I think Joseph's going to be really good. Yeah. I think when it comes to, like, consistency, again, Joseph's sort of got that, like, um, that Scott Dixon type of consistency. Like, whether or not he wins, you know, he'll probably win Barber. He'll probably win <laughs> Iowa. Yeah. And the, uh, one he the ones that he'll always win. Yep. Yep. Um, But uh, but I think he's going to be super consistent and super ready to go. Um, But yeah, man, I I don't know. It's hard to pick someone because you sort of just know. Yeah. A, you know, I know these guys more personally. But well, so
1: yeah. I'm not asking you to pick against anybody or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. But I think I think because of the conversation we had earlier about big teams, I think picking mm-hmm. Graham as a championship contender is somewhat of a dark horse pick. You yeah, said yeah, for in, sure. At the end, it's usually those three teams. So if, if Graham's yeah. in the top five, which which he has been before, yeah, that he, would, he could be right there. And if he is, then that would be I don't know about an upset, but that would be a big thing for for Ray Hall. I think they could yeah, do yeah. it. But I just. Yeah, I want to see it. The testing hasn't gone so well for them this start of this year. Then again, yeah, te- I know. Yeah, testing went testing. really well for them last year, and they didn't do much, so maybe yeah. it's the opposite. Testing
0: doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. All, I mean, the amount of stuff going on in testing, it's you never know what's happening
1: it's, the <laughs> ha- it's like the only thing we have. It's the only thing on. yeah, yeah. Like, so we are, so we're all reading yeah. into the testing numbers. People are
0: literally like, judge like thrown out as drivers at a test, and all of a sudden, oh, shoot, he's leading St. Peter's. He's winning. He won St. Pete. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's, you know, <laughs> testing. I that's hilarious, honestly.
1: Yeah, well, like I said, it's the only thing we have, so as fans yeah. we're, we're reading we're looking at it and going, yeah. "Okay, do these numbers mean anything?" And most yeah. of the time they probably don't.
0: I want to try and make like a wild bold prediction of of something and I was trying to think about it, but I
1: We can come up with something.
0: I don't know. I I, I was going to say like Marco for the championship, like dark horse, like this is it, 50 years, here we go. New engineer. <laughs> this be, is it. Could you imagine if you US won the 500? Concrete, I know you do. Big time. It would be wild.
1: Well, it'd be insane you imagine that party?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marco, dark horse, never know. Dark, dark horse. Um,
1: he's liking his engineering said He's liking everything that's going on there. Yeah, it he's seemed the seemed part like good owner people. of the team now.
0: Yeah, he's, he's invested in his team. Mm-hmm. Um, I like
1: it. Yeah. It's, it's, know, but yeah, you're not, you're not yeah. willing to go there yet? I I, mean, I think I I I went there because I said okay. it. Okay, okay. So it's Alex for the championship is your is your like where your yeah heart is or your head is I should say. But yeah, I would to... say Marco Marco
0: for sure dark horse top five in okay. the championship. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty. Yeah. That's pretty. Wild. Overall season, good season. I think
1: he's had good season. If I'm looking one top five maybe in a, a championship finish in this season. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense.
0: But he's always in the top ten. You always, never, you don't recognize it, and it's like Marco's still ninth or tenth. Here we go. He's right there. Um, so
1: yeah, I don't know. Okay, i don't know. I'm to It's going to be
0: an interesting year.
1: Is there going to be? How I about think
0: a, one thing I would like to mention. You hit it. It's going to be Dragon Speed. Incredible that they're here, but boy, that's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be hard. And they're going to go, through- I, and I love that they're here because I think Ben Hanley is an incredible driver who never really got a fair shot. Um, but gosh, I just I, I hope they I hope they have just a nice, clean weekend in St. Pete, just to like get through it, learn, figure it out. Uh, and and just get to the next one because I think it's 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 so hard to set up a team and, and do everything. Yeah. Having set up like two three different teams myself, not by myself, but yeah, really yeah. started from scratch. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride. But I think Ben Hanley is. There are so many people who don't know about him. I think he's really good. Okay. I think he's one of those guys that is like Felix Rosenquist level of like really good to where like I don't think you. I don't think people expect it, but I think he's uh, he's going to be really good if they get that thing up and running and going really well. So that's another dark horse. Like, that would good super good. That's a good dark horse season. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, super good rookie performances or all of a sudden he's going to be leading a race and people are going to be like, "What? Yeah, who is this guy?" Yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
1: Okay, I like that one. That's a good one to undo because people don't really I don't think Ben Hanley's got yeah. much much pub at all Not yet. this off season. So, okay, good cool. guy. Yeah, good guy. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up here because I think I don't know how long we've been talking. I lost my I don't know. time. I don't know. Whatever. Something like an hour. Yeah, close. We'll go with it. We'll just yeah. I was gonna say we'll, we'll roll with like it. Like forty minutes. That's solid. That's probably that's, that's probably I think it's, that's like the perfect palatable amount before somebody's yeah, like yeah, just yeah. shut up and stop yeah. talking. I, I think. listen to longer podcasts. Do you? Yeah, that's fine. I go about an hour. I think is probably the max before I'm, I'm ready to be done. Well, with I drive it. a lot. Yeah, I yeah. go to a lot of places. Okay. Well,
0: yeah, get involved with us if you want to. Fans, <laughs> folks, folks of the yeah, world. Yeah, tweet
1: at us. You got questions. I'll probably do some sort of we'll have some sort of IndyCar weekly hashtag and you can tweet the questions with that so we yeah. know you have questions and uh tweet at us some stuff. We'll get to it next week. Hope you enjoyed IndyCar Weekly with uh, Connor Daly and Jim Iello. This is episode one. I think it went well. How do you think?
0: Yeah, and we're open for sponsorship, too. Yeah. Let, us, let us know. Sponsors are always uh, welcome. Yeah, well, I'm selling constantly, if you can, so here if you we can, go.
1: If you want to parlay that into a part-time Indy 500 <laughs> yeah. sponsorship, that's yeah, also Yeah, well, we okay. got space available <laughs>
0: for, for the Jim and Iello Connor Daly podcast sponsors. That's perfect.
1: I'll be, I'll be on the timing stand. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks very much for listening.